In a world gone mad, only rationality and common sense can save it. It's Andrew and Jerry Save the World with your hosts, Andrew Langer and Jerry Rogers. And now, here's Andrew and Jerry. Well, hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Andrew and Jerry Save the World. It's CPAC 2024. This is our first day here at CPAC. And by the way, you're going to see some interviews and hear some interviews because Jerry was very late today showing up. You've had a morning already, haven't you? I have another life besides outside of our podcast. Yes, I understand. Our our myriad fans are wondering why we haven't recorded a podcast uh, in many, many a week. I I was saving up. I was saving saving up up for this. this, So I because I knew we were going to do one today. We'll do one tomorrow. You know, I released the morning uh, literally saving the world uh, with ideas and philosophy and and pushing back against the leftist attack. On sure. our founding principles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So got, yes, got I, was it, a, got, I was a wee bit late. Wee, what, wee bit late. What, what I miss? Uh, let's. Well, you missed our interview where we're going to have on the show today. We an interview with Roma Daravi. Oh, very good, very uh, good. Former I Deputy Comms Director, uh, Horace Cooper uh, from Project uh, Twenty One. Horace Cooper from Project, Project Twenty One National Center for Public Policy Research. We're going to be joined in a couple of minutes by a couple of the producers of uh, the movie Cabrini about Mother Cabrini. Yes, very good. Uh, uh, and, and then uh, Mary Walter is most likely going to be stopping by. Rob O'Donnell, I'm hoping, is going to sit in at some point today. Rob O'Donnell, of uh, course, Kurt, the former New York Kurt City Schlichter. detective. Yes. His own show out of Pennsylvania. Out of Scranton. And uh, uh, Mary, of course, is was with WMAL. Yes. Uh, but now does a lot of fill-in work and, and uh, podcasting. And is a work, podcaster. And, and, and she's hilarious a, and funny and a, smart. And a huge, huge and fan of both of us. She is from New Jersey. Well, New York, New Jersey. Yes, the, the tri-state the area. The tri-state Definitely area. The tri-state area. Yes. Um, so, so, uh, yeah, Jerry, you've, you've, you've missed out. We had a I good have, first night at, uh, last night, uh, CPAC kicked off with a, um, with a, a summit, an international summit really? representatives from a, a bunch of different nations got together a very crowded room, uh, to talk about international. Yes. Yeah, so, there. so it was, uh, folks representing, it was Nigel Farage. Former well, British here all the time. Anyway, former British Prime Minister Liz Truss was there last night. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, senior officials from El Salvador, senior officials from Venezuela and from uh, uh, and from I'm sorry, Argentina. Thank Venezuela. you very much. Argentina. Not Venezuela. No, no, no. Argentina. Uh, folks, folks, no. Uh, see, I'm about to Man, I think, uh, uh, Andrew, you say J- every J- year Japan, uh, uh, every CPAC is different. Is different. And so this CPAC will be no different. They've invited. The tyrant from Venezuela. No, no, no. I, I, Argentina, Venezuela, oh, Peru, yeah. Bolivia. I get them all. And when you say names, these yes. South American countries, you have to do what they did on Saturday Night Live, which is, I know, yes, which is what Mercedes was able to do. Oh, Mercedes, very nice. Uh, yes. Schlapp was Guatemala, Venezuela. Yes, but at so, uh, Japan, when we talk Korea, Japan, Korea. Yes, not North Korea. No, no, South Korea. Oh, South Korea. Yes, we like the yes. South Koreans. Yeah, the Republic of Korea. Oh, as opposed, to- Donald Trump's going to make uh, make amends and make peace with North Korea. Well, this was the interesting uh, interesting discussion last night was, was. about the leftist movement uh, that wants to undermine U.S. Korea relations and essentially give up South Korea to the North Koreans. And so that well, was give up South Korea. They want to give up Taiwan. Taiwan, um, and we're doing everything wrong uh, uh, when it comes to Ukraine. Yes. Because, again, I talked about uh, this with you, I think, just yesterday, where why is the president, Joe Biden, why is the president 
saying on Tuesday that he's going to uh, announce a slew of sanctions against Russia on Friday. Yes. I don't understand if Ukraine is so important and I think it is right. And if Russia is, a, is such a tyrannical state and Putin is such a dictator, which I agree with those statements. Right. Why are we still? Why have you pulled sanctions? all the stops? Yeah, why why have we, we pulled all the stops? I mean, this, is, a, this is like a prize fight where one guy has a hand and a foot tied behind his back. Right. And he and he and he's waiting and he's waiting and he keeps saying he's doing his best and he's waiting. Finally, he releases the foot. And you're like, why haven't you released the hand to deliver the knockout punch? Serious note. It just shows that uh, the left, uh, the establishment, Joe Biden, this administration is not serious about peace in Ukraine or about justice. I right. mean, let's face it. Russia invaded a sovereign nation. Right. You and I were one of the first uh, of, of, on the right. Uh, the, 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 you know, it's hard to identify you and I because we're not neocons and and we're not MAGA, but we're not the old establishment. We really are. Well, I mean, I think I think we are, we are we are I think we are thoughtful, thoughtful, rational conservatives. But we were but, and, and yes. my point is we were we came out straight away supporting uh, Ukraine, uh, Ukraine and also for the U.S. to give aid uh, to Ukraine. Right. The problem is, is how that aid uh, has been presented. Right. Yes. And and the issue, the issue therein of accountability and transparency. Now, now our friends uh, in, the, in, in the GOP establishment would say, well, you're you're hedging. You're not really serious. Well, yeah, I am serious. I would say pull all the stops and lay all the sanctions on Russia today. Well, here's but well, there's there's that just aspect of them economically. Well, that, yes, it's not even just I'm sanctions. Looking. It's it goes the it goes the other way, which is the issue of making sure uh, that that we are doing what we can to be the preeminence deliverer of energy around the world whether yes, it's of course yes ding 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 petroleum you know something yeah real quick i'm gonna digress uh opening up the uh, crate of goodies for uh yeah, for yeah. remote broadcasts yes. the dinger is broken oh man the yeah so no I, I i yes i we, we we destroyed a dinger so anyway the, the point is my dinger is fine your dinger might be destroyed thank you um uh chuck was it chuck berry who sang the song my dingling Yes. <laughs> anyway, the point is that that it's not just oil, right? Obviously, we should be a, a, a net oil exporter once again. We actually need to find a. I'm going to digress. One of our guests, right? We need to find a second chair. Yeah. Um. But the uh. uh but it's also one of the things I, natural I, I gas about CPAC is you're interacting with the audience. Well, it's Jerry. It's you know, we do the show not, without a producer. If we not, had, if we had, a, if you're we had an actual you're producer, Feld. Yes. Okay? Langer, you're not Seinfeld doing crowd work. Yeah. Well, you know, oh, my God, you can take the reservation. You just can't hold the reservation, which is the most the it's the most important part of the reservation. You know, hold you saying something profound yes, about finish. liquefied natural gas. Yeah, and oh, coal. Yes. Uh, All of these things the, the rate just so high, by the way, because we're talking about liquef liquefied what natural gas. Yes. Coal. And, and Fanny and Fanny May. Yes. No, no, no. Fanny Willis. Oh, Fanny Willis. Now, her middle name may be May. Are we going to talk about entitlement uh, later? We can talk about what Fanny Willis about. and how yes. she's entitled. You know, yes. Fanny, so Willis, entitled Fanny Willis, by the way, yeah. I digress, but I'm going to do it anyway. Fanny Willis is the example uh, of, of why diversity, equity, and inclusion sure. has completely failed. Yes. Agreed wholeheartedly. Listen. Well, uh, so <laughs> we. Th this is one of these disparate segments that I'm going to talk about that I've talked about when I introduce uh, the show with Jerry because uh, Jerry, as we've as we've mentioned already, hasn't shown up for CPAC yet. 
but because he's got a very tight schedule and uh and doesn't want me to cut into his lunch hour i'm joined by my longtime friend horace cooper how are you doing sir it's great to see you it's and great to see you on the air hearing your guys as the board member of uh, project 21 at and the, chairman and chairman of project 21 of the national center for public policy research and uh how are things going man i mean this is uh what are, what are, what are your impressions of cpac i know you don't do impressions but if you had to do an impression of cpac what would your impression be so i don't do voiceovers yes but, uh i know someone who does um I am excited about being here. Um, I was curious when I came in last night because it looked like it was going to be a little slow because I saw mostly people setting up and building up. Right. But you can watch and see the people going by. They've got a good crowd. I, I just got a, a text message from a radio colleague who couldn't come uh, this week. And he's like, so what's what's it like? I'm like, it's it's packed. It's, it's packed. packed. And I said, I'm not, I'm not blowing smoke at you. He was, he was like, wow. He was, you know, I think he's regretting not being here as most folks are. So let me start here because I know we're going to talk about Fannie Gate, which when you said that to me, I was I was a little mystified. I thought you were talking about uh, Fannie Mae, but apparently not. Um, but so we just got this bizarre news about this FBI whistleblower Russia thing. Can you, are you familiar at all oh, with yeah. this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Cause I'm, 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 I'm trying to noodle, noodle my way through it to see how this changes things. If so, it does. So the white house would have us believe that one of the witnesses that is um, a key to um, uh, chairman Comer's uh, investigations of the white house son of Joe Biden. His name is Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden. Yes. One of those witnesses may or may not have given false information okay. and that that they claim therefore means that both the special counsel that was set up to investigate Hunter Biden and the congressional investigation that's happening in the House of Representatives in the Oversight Committee okay, yes. and the Judicial Committee, Judiciary Committee may not have a substantiation. Sure. Break. So that's all. Yes. Yeah, right. Got false. it. OK, got you it. That's what I, my point here can't be a special counsel and not take whatever information that you got from a witness. Sure. And validate it. Right. You don't right. just simply have the representations made of a witness. Sure. You actually go and validate. And right. You don't rely on simply one. Of witness. course. Right. At the end of the day both the House Judiciary Committee, the House Oversight Committee, and the special counsel have numerous sure. ways to substantiate uh, the charges that they have against Hunter Biden. I mean, this is the thing that gets me. It's like, it's it's not as though there are not very serious, I mean, A, the allegations that are contained within are serious. There are other serious allegations. There's this issue of, we we simply don't know whether or not the president was involved in advising his son as to whether or not he should ignore the lawfully issued congressional subpoena to testify about his father. Right. And to me, that alone is an impeachable offense. If he, you know, if he was any way involved in his son defying that subpoena. Anyway, let's let's move. Let's move over, because I know our, our, our time is limited. I, I use that as a way to, to tee up this issue of the the uh, political prosecutions of president trump and president trump's adherence advisors colleagues or, fair yes the, the lawfare um we we have this situation going on in georgia we have a bunch of folks who 
for whatever reason, pled guilty. And, um, uh, and so there we go. And, and so the, um, um, but yet now we have these bizarre allegations coming out of the, yes. the, 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 Fulton, the, the Fulton County office. DA's office. Thanks. Talk yeah. about it. Okay. So uh, I've been posting since the 15th of January, a daily update. <laughs> My social media manager told me that we really, really need to drive people to, and what are your areas of expertise? Sure. As a former constitutional law professor, yes, you should provide insights into what's going on. Right. I gave an update up until the day after Bonnie Willis's testimony, Nathan Wade's testimony, and that of her father. Right. The day after that, I put up an update in which I said, okay, <laughs> I've seen enough. <laughs> she is going to be disqualified. Right. What was what was the straw that broke the camel's back? Was it the testimony or was it her wearing her pink dress backwards? So everyone tells me that the dress was on backwards. Yes. I'm not the expert. I was told yes. that the zipper normally yes, is on the is back, not on your, your under your. No, neck. yeah, yes, it's yes, not normally. Yes, but I can keep up with that. <laughs> I'm sure that there's some DEI expert over at the sure. White House that understands or is going to make the case that Al alleging that she has put her dress on backwards is somehow somehow racist, racist, racist in, yes. in some way. Yes. yes. How dare you yes. assume that she's going to put this on? I'm sorry. Go ahead. So there are two yeah. big issues that are the real reason why they're going to be disqualified. Okay. Number one is Nathan Wade said in May of 23 and in December of 23, when asked under oath, have you had a relationship with any person who's not your wife? He said, no. Right. That was a lie. Right. And he was forced to acknowledge that he meant, well, I assume my marriage ended in 2014. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that, that's called a lie. Yes. Secondly, the state of Georgia requires you to answer this question. Has anyone doing business with the state of Georgia given you anything of value right. in the aggregate yes over 50 dollars. sure yeah. she put zero in 2022 yes. and in 2023 and signed it right affirming it under oath right both of those were lies sure her explanation was well i reimbursed my boyfriend for all of these now we now know that it is now over uh six hundred and fifty thousand dollars maybe seven hundred thousand dollars that he received these two individuals just that alone wow was a sufficient basis right for them to be disqualified and then when i watched their testimony it lacked any credibility sure yes yeah if this were a tenant landlord dispute you had one set of witnesses that came up and nothing they said was credible right and then you had another witness that came up and said the opposite right sure because the only unrebutted evidence was the credible witness. Right, of course. Then you accept it. Of course. The credible witness said their relationship began before she was an uh, elected right. uh, prosecutor. Sure. One last thing is Please. that the uh, one of the answers that she gave, oh. in addition to using cash exclusively, where'd you get this cash? Where'd you get this cash? She, she lied and she said, all black people. Right, this is where I was going to go. I'm not going to ask you how much cash you have in your house, Horace, but. Gal, <laughs> Forbes magazine 
they keep reporting on a quarterly basis that 70% of Americans say if they had a flat tire or a major plumbing problem, they don't have the cash. Sure, of course. But I'm supposed to believe <laughs> that the black ones in that group, they would just shell out sure. thousands of, of dollars course, yes. at a time. Right. But she claimed that some of the money had come from her campaign fund. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is she allowed to just hand herself cash? Right, of agents? course. Yes. Again, all of these things are going to cause her to ultimately be disqualified. Right. I mean, this is, I mean, I, I was just going to make a comment. It's, it's seven, it's, it's all African Americans. They keep cash in their house and Bob Menendez. So, I, yes. well, he keeps gold bricks. Yeah, gold bricks. He keeps yeah. gold bricks. Um, I said on Fox News last Friday night that when her father came and said all blacks do this, that he was David Duke on black. Sure. Day. Right. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah. I And I would if agree with David that. David yes. Duke were to make that kind of representation no. about black people, we wouldn't be surprised. OK, what about this issue? The other question that she answered that I thought was very odd was that she didn't consider Wade to be her employee. He was a contractor. I've been a contractor of a number of organizations, and I always consider myself you know, in, in some way, shape or form, an employee for the def, you know, for the definition of okay. of of let's you know. go back to the form. Yes, please. Anyone doing business with Fulton County. Yes. It doesn't matter if he's an employee or not. OK, it doesn't good point. Matter if he's a contractor. You've authorized him to get nearly seven hundred thousand wow. dollars. That's astounding. I've done the tally, by the way, as I yes. said, you can go on uh, X and see it is sixteen thousand dollars worth of travel sixteen thousand amazing i don't know how many vacations you took in 2023 you know but she took nearly eight how do you actually prosecute the most high right of course case and and yes and go on eight trips to napa valley a bahama cruise um a, uh, don't Atlantic we all want to live Fanny uh, Wallace's uh, life? Yes, I wish I had Fannie Wallace's life. Um, so, so the folks who copped a plea in this case, did they do so prematurely? They did so yeah. prematurely. And there's no way to revisit it at this point. Well, she didn't get any felony convictions. Okay. So there are actually no sanctions against the people. In fact, I was predicting when I first saw these um, plea deals. Yes. High profile, 19 people named. Right. And then one by one, we're going to reduce and reduce and reduce yeah. and reduce. That means that because her deals were so poorly constructed. Yeah. She can't even guarantee that they will testify anything of substance. You don't complete your deal until after the test. Were they making the deal with her? Or were they making the deal with him? Were they making the deal with Willis or were they making the deal with Wade? I think neither. Okay. All right. You know, because I'm just making the point, you know, we know that Wade had never prosecuted a major case before. So, you know, yeah. Yes, of course. He would have said whatever you guys think is best. Wow. That's, you guys think that is, is that is that is amazing. So I, and I'm going to say this, please go. No. I watched and I concluded I wouldn't let these people negotiate a car sale. Sure. Use car sale for me. Such uh, legal incompetence and, and, and malpractice. What's the next book, Horace Cooper? All right. So two books okay. are already out. Yes. Number one is how Donald Trump is making black America great again. Good. Book number two, put y'all back in chains. Yes. How Joe Biden's policies hurt black Americas. But the new book, the new book that I'm working on now is us versus them. 
the coming clash between blacks and progressives. Love it. I love it. Horace Cooper, how do folks find out more about the good work you were doing at Project 21? So check us out at Project 21 News, or you can follow me directly on X at The Horace Cooper, or you can always just Google Project 21. You'll get to our website and you can see all of the great work we're doing. The Horace Cooper. Uh, if you're not following him, you should. Horace Cooper, thank you very much for joining us today. Appreciate it. Once again, we are recording a segment because, as I mentioned earlier, Gerald is late to the party and really late to the party in this case because joined by one of my favorite people in the movement, Rama Daravi. She's a former deputy communications director for the White House under uh, Donald Trump, uh, 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 Trump 40, 45, right? 45th yes, in the United States. Seven, Four, yes. Yes. So uh, joining us now. Um, so CPAC, it's how many CPACs is this for you? Oh, gosh, I don't even know. Yeah, this is number 20 for me. Not in a row. OK, not that many. Not, yes. But 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 I, I'm just sort of sitting here going through it. It's been a very, very long time. You come to CPAC. You groove on the energy as much as I do, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, so talk, talk a little bit about the energy. Talk about the movement where we are. We're in an election year. Talk about it. Yeah. What I love about CPAC is that you get such dynamic groups of people here on every age, every race, uh, the two genders that we have. Sure. Yes, of course. (laughs) And and it's really exciting. I mean, this morning we already heard from Byron Donalds. Uh, You know, you're going to hear from Tulsi Gabber later today. Tomorrow you've got Megyn Kelly, which is very exciting. Um, you know, Saturday, the big one, the boss, oh, Donald J. Trump. Saturday, Saturday, me as well. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm on, on Saturday. Yes. That yes. exciting. You know, the energy is here and, and that's a hard thing to do in Washington, D.C. You know, it is a 95 percent Democrat city. So you get a lot of conservatives together. And you just feel the energy. It's really overwhelming and it's very exciting in this election year. It, it, it is. So how is it shaping up for you? I mean, you you were you were inside the, the White House watching the political landscape change. What's it looking like in 2024? What are your what are your thoughts here? Well, Donald Trump is doing an absolutely amazing job on the campaign trail. The Democrats have tried everything under the sun um, and, and under the, the God's green earth and back in hell to to get him. Sure off this trail. It's not going to work. He won't be distracted by the hearings. He won't be distracted by the lawsuits. He will not let the corrupt DAs keep him from helping this country get back on track. And it's really, uh, you know, something that only he could ever do. That man is so strong and so powerful and, and so honest. Yes. More so than any other political candidate, I would say, in American history. And it's not normal and that is why they hate him here and and on top of all of that joe biden has done absolutely horrific things not just to the nation but to the world and now you're seeing him try to take credit for things that president trump did while trying to blame trump for things that are joe biden's fault yes so blaming president trump so i mean at least pick one either blame him or try to take credit for a policy that he created. But don't do both. You right. just look dumb. Well, it is it is an amazing kind of political gaslighting that's going on here. It's it it's uh, I'm reminded. I don't know if you remember the movie Animal House, but Kevin Bacon shouting as the crowd is rioting. Remain calm. <laughs> all is well. Um, that that's you know, that, that sort of that disconnect. I'm sorry. That is totally, totally went by <laughs> you there again. A, a, a generational thing. So so 
here's the thing, you know, working inside the White House uh, during that and obviously under under very tough circumstances uh, being, uh, you know, in communications for this White House, that was essentially under siege since before day one. What's it like outside being a former Trump White House staffer doing this kind of work outside? What are you what how how is that going for you? Um, It's going very well. So as you know, I was in the White House really managing the press, the broadcast media engagements, the national TV, uh, CNN and others. And, um, you know, trying to make sure that they were correcting the narrative, that they are, you know, putting lies on the screen. I'm calling the producer and I'm telling them, come on, we talked about this. You got to fix it. Uh, So I'm still doing a lot of that today. I run my own PR firm, Jaravi Strategies. Um, I work with people across uh, the political spectrum, but I also work. Most of my clients are not political at all uh, because, you know, uh, politics, I think, is kind of the underlying water that runs throughout all business today. You you don't you don't make any decisions without thinking about the political implications that they'll have. So I'm still doing a lot of that. And then, of course, in my spare time, I like to go on radio shows like this no, it's, and, it's funny. and I, talk about how much we miss President on, Trump. On the other podcast, the, the Lunch Hour podcast that I do, I do ask political and policy folks about their outside interests. So when when you're besides going on radio shows, when you're not <laughs> doing this work, what are you doing? And I do have a substantive question I want to ask you. But OK, but when, you, sure. when you're when you're not when you're not working, what are you up to? What do you do? Well, I love to travel. You know, my family is back in Orange County, California, so I'll go out there and I'll see them as much as I can. Um, I also go down to Florida to see the boss. Okay. Um, And New York City to to do a little extra media up there in Manhattan. But, you know, I'm active. Uh, I'm a former classical ballet dancer professionally. That's right. I saw that on your Twitter bio. Yes. So um, I was a professional ballet dancer for many years. So in my spare time, when I can, I like to go and take a class and very nice do that um do a lot of pilates but you know there's no beach here yes that's that's the problem there's nowhere close i was a coastal girl growing up and i any any spare time i had i just went to the beach my 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 daughter when she was going off to college my older one said uh it needs to be uh between florida and maryland and within 30 miles of the coast so and that's and so she went to she went to charleston so she can still she can still surf from time to time which is which is good back to your clients because this is, you know, as someone who you, you, you're doing comms for the White House, talking about this political undercurrent flowing through things, how do you go about explaining D.C. to folks who are not familiar with D.C.? How do you help them make sense of what's going on here? Well, the political climate today has become so obvious yeah. to everyone, whether they have um, an extreme knowledge of politics or they've never voted before in their sure. life. So, you know, it's it is much easier today to insert the idea of that political undercurrent sure. when talking with clients, because everybody understands that it is something that exists and they have to be cautious of it with their decisions. But I'll tell you, I've worked with people across industries from energy to healthcare, to nonprofits that focus on human trafficking. Sure. And um, no matter which way these people vote, they all believe that we need to be coming together right. as a nation right now. Sure. Um, you know, the fighting 
the rioting, the crime, um, much of which is because of illegal immigration. I will say sure. a lot of the crime, um, you know, a lot of these, the, the mass shooting that unfortunately happened um, down in Texas just a yeah. week or two ago was an illegal immigrant, was um, someone who was trans. And, you know, these these issues that we're having, it, it all boils down to how did we get to this point? Right. And it's bad policy. Right. And bad policy leads to a bad environment. And so, you know, we have to pay attention to those things when we're making our day to day decisions. You know, are you going to shop small? Are you going to make sure that the the bag that you're purchasing was made in the USA? Sure. Um, you know, all of those things, they really do make a difference. Absolutely. Um, America seems to not really recognize the idea that most other nations do. Uh, the Middle East understands this very well. China understands this very well. Um, they act based off of their pocketbook. Right. So if you want, and President Trump was so good at this, you got to hit him where it hurts. And and these countries, it hurts when you grab their pocketbook. That's why he threw tariffs on China that's why he oh there's Jared. There's Jared. Hold on, let me turn up his microphone. President Trump threw tariffs on China. Why? Because he knew if he grabbed their pocketbook, they would pay attention. The, and hold on, they hold on, did. Robert, finish that thought. Just tilt the camera a little. Move the camera a little bit this way. It's a very bring, bad angle for you. Is it? Is it? All right. You want to stay off camera? No, no, this? Okay. Just no. Just give, give me my give me my my headshot. Don't give me. A, yeah, just turn a little bit that way. No, no, the other way. So okay, so okay. yes. Uh, yeah, that'll work. That actually back to you. Back the other way. No, back towards me. I see there. No, all right. Well, now back the other way. There we go. A little bit more. Thank you, Gerald. Hello. Where's you my joined no us. headphones? We don't need them. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, you can put you them did. on if you want. Yes. No, that's all right. So we're, we're just Roma was sort of one hundred and eighty dollars to ballet here. For, for it's like two hundred fifty dollars oh, to ballet. Okay. The rest of us know how to park our own cars. <laughs> Didn't want to park my own. I was running late. I'm hot. I got things going on. I got people at real clear You're yelling at me. It's 30 degrees outside. It's very warm. It's yes, warm. yes. He is not from California. No, no, no. I'm not. Very, very, very okay, right, so. Get back to the show. I'm ready. Well, no, I mean, we're, we're actually Roma. We're coming, coming, we're coming to a close. Oh, very so, good. Those so, very close. Go. so, Roma, listen, thank you so very much for joining. How do folks find Sorry, out about the good, the good work you're doing? keep up with me is just follow on twitter at roma Daravi. sounds confusing it's phonetic i promise yeah there we go roma thank you so very much thank for joining you. us appreciate it let me bring our guests on guys why don't you come and why don't you come and sit down gents unfortunately i'm gonna have you share a microphone all right what mary is mary gonna come in a minute yes all right how are you how are you, how are you? all right all right so gentlemen go ahead get on the microphone and introduce Mary yourselves so we have one mic what is this led zeppelin that's it yeah they're sharing sometimes. a mic yeah they're gonna they're gonna sing a duet all right Oh, hold on. Yeah, I've got it. There we go. Oh, this is the Mother Caprini. Yes, yes. Uh, thank you. Oh, you know, it's, a, it's a nice Irish song, a Mother Caprini Irish song, you know. I did not it's know that. Patrick's Day is coming up. So, Jerry, anyway, who do we have? I'm sorry. Say it again. This is Jordan hey, Harmon. I can't read English. You oh, good Lord, Jerry. Thank you very much. As I put on my, <laughs> as I put on my glasses. We're joined now by uh, Jordan Harmon and Leo, uh, Leo Severino, uh, who are the uh, the co-founders and president of, of uh, President of Angel Studios. Oh, really? And you're the producer of Angel Studios' newest release, Caprini. Gentlemen, so tell us about the movie. There's a screening. Is there one screening, two screenings? How many things are happening here at CPAC? There's one. Just one tonight. Yeah. Yes. It's example. Talk about talk about. I've yeah. seen tra the trailer. Looks amazing. And the posters are cool. Make sure you talk to the mic though, because this is you know Angel Studios is fantastic, and you know I'm, I'm a father of five, 
And it is it, it is becoming more and more difficult to um, uh, to. That's not me, by the way. OK, good. Uh, there's an alarm going off. It's not me. Um, it's becoming it's becoming more and more difficult to find a safe uh, channel or programs for kids. Even even you go to a cartoon network or a family friendly network and there's all kinds of nonsense. And so. Uh, so what you guys are doing in terms of entertainment is very important. But tell us about the movie, though. I apologize. Well, thank you so much. And we agree wholeheartedly. I'm so glad to have uh, partnered with Angel Studios because, you know, their mission is to amplify light. And our mission as a production company is much the same. to Try to be a light and kind of the darkness that you're referencing out there <laughs> yeah, in, nice. in yeah. the entertainment world. Um, so we, we've done a few films. We did uh, Bella and Sound of Freedom and now Cabrini. And, um, and Sound of Freedom was controversial. Who would have thought <laughs> right, that a good movie... Based upon uh, 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 you know uh, uh, historical events that that had a a, a positive, albeit um, hard to deal with, truth would be controversial in Hollywood. We definitely thought that that would be a movie that would unite people. Yes, <laughs> right, 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 right. That, that was a surprise for us. But as well. because it was supported by conservatives, it became something that the left immediately <laughs> had to had to had to get angry about. Not, not to sound ridiculous, but it is ridiculous to think that, that, that there are actually people upset that we were you were highlighting uh, trafficking yeah. and, and, and what happens there. I mean, my goodness, not only trafficking, an actual true story, yes. Yes. an actual event that actually happened with people that actually got uh, sent to jail for, you know, a decade or more. And with kids that were actually saved, it was very surprising to us. But, but the good news is it did well. It didn't. Uh, audiences any, liked it. And in fact, the audiences from all the exit polls were actually split. It wasn't a conservative film. No. Both yeah. sides of the aisle went and supported sure. the film, yeah, which yeah. was, so it was right. kind of much hype about nothing. I think. Yeah, yeah. All right, again, but so, but now back to the latest one. Sorry. Cabrini, I'm excited about the other stuff. I, I, I know you are, but it's fine. So you were, you were, you were talking about this. So the movie Mother Cabrini, obviously a, a fascinating figure, a figure who more Americans, more people around the world should know about, talk about, talk yes, about her please. as a subject. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, well, I didn't uh, uh, growing up Catholic, uh, nonetheless, never heard of Cabrini, which is you know, really? like, yes, yes. Uh, well, you're not Irish. You're not Irish Catholic. Well, I guess that's what it is. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, um, not that she's Irish, but I, uh, very familiar growing up with Bronx Irish Catholics. You know, anyway, I, I apologize. No, not at all. But not and, familiar. Yeah, when, when we heard uh, about this great saint, we heard that she all the over adversity she had to overcome in order to just help the person on the street. And she wound up helping millions of people, touching millions of souls, and no one knows her name. It's an incredible underdog story. And so we're really pleased to bring this to the to the big screen. And so you think it's a important story. CPAC, when, when does it hit streaming or movies or both? or? Yeah, so it comes out on March 8th, um, March International 8th. Women's Day. And uh, it's going to really show the world uh, the power of a real woman, a woman who was given God-given talents, and she was able to enable those. But... I mean, she she stood up to the Pope, to the Archdiocese, to the mayor, to pimps. I mean, she was an incredible woman who was given two years to live and did, uh, you know, things on the scale of uh, of of Rockefeller and all those from that time period. And so she she really is remarkable. And, and it's going to be a massive, massive it film. It underscores the importance of charity that has some kind of soul affirming element to it. Right. Because we spend a lot of time wondering why we spent billions on entitlements in this country billions on welfare and yet there's no there's nothing soul affirming about what we do as a nation to help those who are in need but the mother cabrini story is all about that issue about how 
when you have something that is soul affirming behind the charitable giving that is done, it actually transform. It can transform the culture. Talk, and, talk and, and on top of that, she did it in a way she didn't wait for government assistance or right. government handouts. She just went and solved the problems. Yeah, she she was, you know, one of the things that it says in the movie is she says, begin the mission and the means will come. Yes. And and uh, and so it's one of those things where, uh, you know, nowadays there's so many people that are waiting for government handouts and government people to come in and solve their problems. And the reality is that's just not how life should and work. Church, we're waiting for someone else to do it. Oh, someone's going to come along and help. You know, it's funny because what, what's the cliche? God doesn't uh, God. uh, uh whether you whether you think you're equipped or not, God equips the mission. Right. And she's a testament to that where where she she took us. It, it, it was a leap of faith. It was she was faithful yeah. yep. and God honored that. And it, her success. And I, I think for young people, especially today, you know, we hear lots about young people are hopeless and they're lost on social media or they have mental health issues and there's a drug abuse and you know, overdose. I think this could be helpful and hopeful for young people that you can make a difference and you don't have to wait on someone else. That's right. It's about it's about the individual making a difference in the world and realizing how much power we have. For me, I have five kids as well. Uh, number six on the way. And yes. yes. And and but, awesome. but for me, I'm looking at it and saying, this is a person that I want my kids to model their lives after. You know, obviously, um, there's lots of people throughout history that we want our, our children to look up to, but this is one of those stories where people walk out of and they feel touched to the, to, to an extent that they can't even explain. Um, and I think it's because um, it shows the power of the individual, right? It shows the power of someone who can do something beyond what people would think was humanly possible. And, uh, and so we're very, very excited about it. T theaters are selling out across the nation. We're already in 2,500 locations and we're going for 3000. And wow. uh, we we believe, you know, it's not it's pacing just a little bit behind Sound of Freedom, but it's pacing really, really well. Um, and and it looks like it's going to surprise the entire world once again. So uh, again, we got to get there. The other big screenings coming up that uh, there's there's a there's a few other screenings that are more private screenings. Uh, there's the premiere in New York that's happening, you know, next week. But um, but where, we're where very New York is going to happen. Uh, that one and can Jerry get a ticket? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. I think it's in Times Square. Uh, well, no, yeah, no over there. I'm thinking about Catholic University should should have a big event or let's yeah, do it. Here's yeah, that. you know, we, we, well, I, my, my two older girls go to Catholic University, so and, and one of the things that um is really cool is we've had, you know, different archdiocese reach out to us and they're, they're a bunch of them are buying tickets for their groups yeah. and having massive groups but, go. And so I, don't wanna, I know you want to say something, but I, I want to be clear here to our listeners. This is not a Catholic thing. No, right? no, this is 100% universality yeah. to yes, it. Yes. I am not Catholic. Sorry. The, uh, <laughs> I know you wanted to add something. Oh yeah, no. And it's precisely that. You know, the film isn't meant to be a Catholic film. It's not a faith film. It's a film that's universal about a woman who is, as Jordan said, should be a role model for people. There was uh, there was a saying that she has that's in the film where she says we can either serve our weakness or we can serve our purpose. And I think that's something that we all face every single day, even sometimes even getting out of bed, like you were saying, the kids who are depressed or struggling with stuff. This is a real underdog story that is universal at its core with a message that is so profound that we feel it's going to be uh, this impactful. Is what I appreciate about the work both of you are doing in terms of media is that, you know, obviously for a very long time, all of us in the conservative side of things have complained about a lack of movies with conservative themes. Jerry sort of brought this up. And the, 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 art, the art world uh, lacking a, a Christian or a faithful influence. Mm -hmm. I mean, my goodness, you go back to the Renaissance and go back in our history 
uh, the church was involved right. in art and entertainment. And, and my, my point is, is that there, there have been attempts in the past to make movies from a conservative bent, though they failed for a lot of reasons. Like, we talked about bad conservative, movies. conservative comedy. Yes, <laughs> this is my point. What was Nicolas Cage did the thing on Rapture? <laughs> what was that one called? I don't know. Left Behind. Left I, I, I still think a good movie about Revelation would be fantastic. Wait, was that Nicolas Cage or was that that no, was Nicolas Kirk, Cage. Oh, that was Kirk Cameron also did? It's, it's been re, it's yeah, been redone yeah. a few times. Hasn't <laughs> been done well yet. But my 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 point is this: is that <laughs> you guys are making you're starting with good stories and good scripts yeah. and good filmmaking, and it's not just about it's not about conservatism. It's again these universal themes that apply to everybody. As it happens, they affirm a conservative message. That's why I think it works. So talk talk a little bit about that. C.S. Lewis said that right. There's evidence of the divine in all of us, and so that's why these movies has a universal appeal yeah that's that, that's right it's um whether we want to call it out on its face or not angels mission is to tell stories that amplify light like lee was saying and and light in its in its core is is going to be from god you know and yeah. and so you know it doesn't have to say it on its face no um but the 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 beautiful part about these stories is it is through the theatrical uh system that we can influence not only the culture and what's happening, but also the world. You look at yes. Sound of Freedom, for example. It was the number one, one of the number one films searched all of 2023. Yeah, and and it had massive impact. Led, you know, legislation across the world is being done to try to solve this problem. And uh, and so, you know, people, if you if you if your audience has seen Sound of Freedom, and they and they walked out being moved, um, Cabrini in its own right. Um, is much more artistically well done. Okay. And, and, but also moves you to the core. So just know that this is, this is one of those films that is just, it's, it, it rocks people. It moves them. They get up. They want to be better. They want to do more. They, they want to solve problems. And it's, and it's an incredible film. You know, Jerry, I'm thinking because this is a very interesting business model. This is a, these gentlemen would be perfect for the business of America podcast. Yes. Well, you know what? Well, you'll 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 I'll, get me. I'll, I'll link them all. Uh, up. I'll link you guys up. A couple things. Number one, uh, who's in it? Uh, you share with us who you know who who are the uh, actors, actresses, the the, uh, the those who are participating. But also, and this is you know this kind of inside baseball. You guys, I hope you have like prayer warriors behind you, because what you're doing is in the you know what you're doing in the forefront of a, of a of a cultural uh, is uh, battles the wrong word. But you're on the forefront. You're in the yes. battle lines. Well, it's warfare. Yeah. You know, and, you know, Moses had Aaron. Right. Someone to keep his hands lifted up. Right. Exactly yes. right. So I hope Andrew I hope Jerry. So, you know, I, our listeners who are who are faithful, pray for these gentlemen, pray Absolutely. for their endeavors. Uh, that's really sweet, Jerry. Yeah, we do feel often that we're in the trenches and we, yeah. can, we can definitely use your support. So yeah. appreciate that. You know, the I film, it starts. Uh, you're not going to get a, a, an awesome work of art without an incredible talent at the helm. And our director, Alejandro Monteverde, who also did Bella and Sound of Freedom, Cabrini and whatnot, is just an incredible talent. And he managed to assemble a ridiculous cast. John Lithgow plays the antagonist oh, along with David wow. Morris. Yeah. And then oh. the actress is just, David Morris. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. No, it's, it's an unbelievable cast. And they were attracted to the strength of the script yeah. and the story. And then above that, once you meet our director and you understand his artistic vision, you're in. It's infectious. And then the lead is just 
this guy we found from Italy, we felt that in order to make it authentic, we needed someone who was Italian at their core. Yes. To represent this Italian yeah. immigrant that came to the U.S. and became the first canonized American. And no, my immigrant family yes. was very much aware of, 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 of Mother Bernice. Yes, that's yes. right. In, in fact, at the time, there was, you know, there was, yes. some, there was some tension between the Irish and the, and the Italian. The product of that, I, yeah. I taught at a Catholic high school for years, for years, when I first came out of college. And I used to joke around with the Italian kids. I'd be like, all right, all the Italian kids stand up, go to the back of the room. You got to stand back there, you know, and all the Irish kids go, all the Irish kids we come were front. talking about it over and joking about that. Time. Yeah, I was talking about, about Italian Catholics and not allowing their daughters to date, uh, date uh, Irish Catholics. And vice versa. Yes. I think Rob O'Donnell was talking about that but specifically. It, but, but, yeah. but again, but but however, we grew up like in the, in the Bronx in New York, we grew up with our, you know, the, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. We corned beef. Corned beef's not Irish. Mm. It's Jewish. We got it from our Jewish neighbors. Irish potato pancakes. Yes. We got from our Jewish neighbors. Right. And we got so much from our Italian Lots neighbors. Soup you got from uh, your Jewish neighbors. From, from, from our Italian neighbors. That's another thing here is that this is uh, this goes beyond ethnicity. Right. It goes beyond goes right. beyond that. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, guys, so uh, so how do folks find out more about the film? How do they find out where it's playing near them? Uh, opens on March 8th. Yes. March 8th, International Women's Day. You can go to angel.com slash Cabrini. Uh, angel.com slash Cabrini get your tickets now the t theaters are selling out all over the right. nation um, it's very exciting the response has been absolutely massive it's been it's been incredible and you know um, I think to close out the it's we've been surprised that the, not only we haven't been surprised by the audience's experience as we've screened this to literally thousands of people we have been surprised by the critics response and that okay. the critics are starting to come in that have pre-screened it and it's getting 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, no which kidding. blew us away. Wow. Uh, because, again, critics don't generally like <laughs> what we do. The uh, But that being said, um, it's, uh, it's a film that's just going to rock people. So you go to angel.com slash Cabrini on March 8th. Get your tickets now, though, because if you get them early, it allows us to get better show times, bigger auditoriums, yeah, yeah, sure. more yeah, locations. Yeah. So it's critical to go get them early. Well, listen, uh, Jordan, Leo, thank you so very much for joining us here on, uh, on, any, on any, any last words? No, just thank any you. Last words. No. Yeah. It's the last thing I'm ever going to say. Thank you gentlemen for the support. And thank you. Take care. God bless. Hey, so does he have your information? And five, four, three, two, one. So, uh, you know, Jerry, are you? That was a good interview. I think that uh, this is exciting stuff. Yes. Uh, uh, good art. Good film. These two gentlemen are obviously good men, know their stuff. Um, it's it's uh, it's it's uh, uh, it's doing well with critics. Uh, the this is just no, good it's news. good. It's good. It's very it's very good news. You know, it's, it's funny because we talk about the fact that there are areas in which we're losing. And yeah, 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 yeah. Except that there are these bright lights that are out there. By the way, I'm, yes. I, I, I've decided. Yes. Um, next year when we come back and do this, I am, I'm going to bring back. Remember, we, we had a couple of years there where I hired hired uh, Amelia, our good friend Amelia, to yes, work yes, with yes, us, and, remember, and a yes. couple other. I'm going to have to hire somebody to uh, to do the field production again, because I I can't I can't just have people just you know. Jerry was very nervous a second ago because there was a guy there was a guy with with bagpipes, and Jerry was afraid that I was going to and I like bagpipes. pull them over. I love bagpipes. Are you kidding? Because me? in the past you were like. No, no, no. But I have standards. There are people that I will pull in, you know, like we just had somebody walk past. So, was, so again, uh, remember, my rule of thumb is if you are promoting yourself, like if you don't have a, a, a PR flunky, 
I probably won't bring you on. It, it's very rare occasion where I will bring on somebody who is who is flacking oh, for themselves oh, unless oh. I already know you. Although in, in, in years past, I have come to CPAC and walked Radio Row with no publicist and people have called me over. Just yes, we sit with us. But, but, you, but they know you. That's oh, okay, there's yeah, a difference yeah, yeah. if they know you in advance. If it's if it's rando people that I've never seen before, yeah, and a, they're like, a, a I have a person. You've never. No, no, you're missing my point. No, I have point. No, no, somebody who stands there and say and has the like what yes. we've had field producers with a notepad saying, okay, we want you here, and we want I you got to come you. in yes, then. I understand? Yes, and yes, and yes. you know, so you're not afraid that I'm going to call over the random bagpiper, yeah, or 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 somebody who is like. You know, the rando who is running for president. Oh, yeah. He's, you know. By the way, same guy. Oh, a different. Another guy. Same that, guy. Right, right. No, same it, guy every year. But look, 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 let's let's backtrack because, please. because you know, for some reason, um, our side does a very, very bad job talking about uh, culture. Yes. Uh, we get into this. Well, you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a, uh, an economic conservative and right. I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a libertarian. Uh, you, you you worry me with this cultural stuff. Right. But the fact of the matter is uh, we need to understand how to talk about faith and talk about 100%. Uh, these more difficult questions. You well, know, here's I, the thing. Yeah. Time out for a second. On that point, that was a big focus of last night's international summit was the war on faith and the, you know, the war on religious freedom. And, you know, it, it was well, it Europe was, is a dead continent in terms of faith. Well, except there are these bright spots that yes, are out there. Right. So that's that's just it. So when you and 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 that's the right. The other side of it is in certain aspects. Obviously, we know that there's been a decline in religion. But on the other hand, the, the Europe leads America in terms of protecting life. Well, yeah, yes. Yeah. I mean, they're 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 they 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 their restrictions on abortion um, uh, are greater than uh, the U.S. I right. guess. Yes. Yes. You know, yeah. Yes. They have a greater protection for 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 well, life, life, yeah, so, but, life after a certain time. Right. But my, my point, my point in the end is so there was a, a good discussion yesterday of international transgender policy and and you know trying to bring folks in on that. So there was a that was it, it was a really good way to kick off the conference sure. by having these discussions. You know, the funny thing yeah. is, is about these issues, the so-called cultural issues. The the funny thing is, is that the science ultimately uh, is on our side. Right. When we're talking about uh, uh, the transgender movement, more and more secular physicians and doctors are coming to realize that rushing minors to life altering uh, uh, irreversible procedures might not be smart. Right. Right. You know, I know that uh, that uh, recently there was a. a in the news, a case of a, tra a trans person, a young person oh, yeah. who, who was bullied and and this sort of thing. Uh, my response to that is this. We're we're, we're creating an environment where where. The left is telling you you're empowered. Or you're entitled by your by your victim status. Right. Yes. And what we're seeing is I give you an example, local example, you know, we're we're here in. CPAC outside of Washington, D.C., yes. uh, National Harbor. Uh, and there was a story uh, down the road in Baltimore of a um, of a food delivery uh, to a, a person's home. And the food delivery uh, person said, thank you, sir. Oh, boy. And how the, dare and, they? And the how dare you and, call uh, me what I uh, look like? Apparently, the person uh, was a, uh, tr a trans woman. 
and a argument uh, uh, ensued. And uh, and then the delivery person left. But the trans person followed the delivery person, no. got in the car and followed. Oh, my God. And it ended up with a, a gun being fired and the trans person uh, being uh, killed. But here's my point. My point okay. is, and no one talks about this. So what you were called, sir? Right. Like, like, why do you feel so entitled right. that you have to demand that the rest of us uh, bend the knee to your mental health? Absolutely. Issues? That's exactly what well, but, but it's dangerous. But, but it's also dangerous. Yes. Yes. Well, with those on, we, we haven't even touched on you and I have talked because I want to get into the, the rash of trans of, of trans shooting centered violence. Yes. My well, goodness, yes. But my point is, that it goes even beyond that, Jerry. You know, how about. You know something? You've made these choices in your life. Let's assume for a moment. Assume for a moment that it's not mental illness. Let's assume for a moment that it's somebody uh, you uh, you have a man who is completely rational, Jerry. As you're reading your email, completely rational man who decides, okay, wakes up one day or decides over time, I'm gonna cut off my penis because that will make my life. It's a completely rational decision. I'm gonna still look like I'm fact, you know, something Mary Walter is almost There's here. Nothing rational about but, that. But, but, but let's assume for a second that it's a rational I'm decision. Cut my arm off. Okay, but it's a rational decision that's made. Even if it's a rational decision that's made, you still, if someone gets offended or someone calls you by a different gender, how about you let it roll off your back like water off a duck's back? How about you just say, you know something? I know I made the choice to cut off my own penis. Oh my goodness. That's twice. <laughs> I'm going to say when Mary sits down. No, no, no. Yes. Don't say that. Okay. Don't, oh, are you going to join us? Yes. yes. You're. Yes. No, we're not sure. No, we're ready for you to sit down. The point is you should, you oh, should marry me and, and cut off my own penis. <laughs> no, but here's the danger yes. about this. We are, we are, we are raising. Look, Andrew, I'll take one step, one step backward to take two steps forward. Sure. There's there. It's no joke, and it makes perfect sense. It's no joke, why, folks. It's why no joke. plus percent of young people, eighteen to twenty-four years old, hate Jews? Yes, and how they want they want to give uh, Israel over to Hamas. It's because they are the first generation that have been fully indoctrinated. Right, absolutely, into of course. DEI. Right, but that same DEI uh, regime is what's telling trans people, what's telling uh, uh, other other so-called victim groups that they are entitled. And this this entitlement leads to, in many instances, violence. Well, hold on for a second. Yes, we're gonna get. Uh, okay. I know. I yeah, I know. Thing. I know. It's a, it's a, the, the windscreen is a little little off. Thank you. Take it off. Go ahead and take the windscreen. Thank you. Uh, I know. Oh, I just made fun of. By the way. Yes, you were. Audience, what's going on no, here? I'll take it. Thank you, Mary. Mary sat down, and this was on my mic. All right. And I made a face, and he made fun of me. So you put it on mine. I did, yes. Yes. Wow. I didn't. I didn't touch it. He touched it. Put lip gloss on, and I'm not even on camera. There, there you. I, I, well, no, you're on camera. You're on camera. We can see you. We can see you. Mary Walter joining us right now. Listen, for the audience, there's nothing wrong with being clean and neat. Yes. Washing yourself and brushing your hair and not having shower. When I go to WBAL, I come in. I have a whole thing where I I disinfect the mic. And I rub down. I rub the, everything down. With, it's a whole with, ritual. Yeah, it's a, I go art. He burns. He burns sage. He does incantations too. My show prep has. A, I I clean my entire station. I don't know who's been there before me. I yeah, especially I to, especially especially your station. I brought my own mic condom with me. Yes. Take hey, whatever was on, but mine on. See, there we go. Oh, do you know something? I will order some. I will order some. No, they won't be here in time. I was going to say these are like this. 
Okay. Well, those aren't good. as good. I don't like those as much. I don't like those well, as much. You know, I don't think anyway. they work as well. Hi. So we're just we're just getting to a point where uh, introduce our guests. I I did Mary Walter, uh, uh, radio host extraordinaire, podcast you. host extraordinaire. He didn't go friend, to the extraordinaire of the show. show. Oh, Thank see, you, Jerry. Yes. So so yes, I I, I had to do that. And I, I was someone who who understands cleanliness. You know, yeah. cle- cleanliness is actually godliness. My question is, do you wipe everything down three times? Oh yes, because then, <laughs> then you have OCD. That's I, I just I just soak it. I just make sure it's soaked. Yeah, well, and I got to wait you know. five minutes for the dry. Uh-huh. There you go. You know what I mean? okay. So what we that were getting to, though, we, so we we're having a discussion. We we're having a discussion about uh, uh, transgender people. Jerry was getting to this issue, a story out of Baltimore in which a broad issue of of uh, of we are we the the left, the, the, the you know, those in power are telling uh, 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 people that they are empowered or entitled uh, because they are all, all victims. Right. And they've created this, you know, tr- uh, this uh, victim versus uh, uh, victimizer mentality. Where versus that's, oppressor. That's how well, oppressor oppressed. That's how the left explains everything. And what they don't get is that it leads to violence. You know, there are there are people who feel entitled. How dare you call me, sir? How dare you question me? And again, an example of this is uh, is, uh, is Fonnie Willis. Yes. Where where she has this. Uh, how dare you ask about the cash uh how dare how you dare ask? you ask if i put my dress on backwards but that the worst thing that happened to america in the last 20 years is this dei that's everywhere right it's everywhere well this is the point i'm sorry Mary, go ahead okay i, I was just going to say this is this is where you get into this issue of as Americans are rational about this and see that there's a real problem here, you get the Biden administration pushing this agenda in so many different avenues, whether or not it is a tax on religious freedom at HHS or the Department of Education or even the Department of the Interior. Right. They nevertheless, their goal is this indoctrination, this transformation of the language and thus the transformation of the culture. Anyway, I'm sorry. Mary, go. You were so. Yes, the oppressor versus the oppressed. Everybody's a victim. But what I'm I'm amazed at is that when somebody, a victim group, gets kicked off the pyramid of victimhood. Right. Oh, yes. Right. They get kicked off and they wind up at the bottom and then they, they don't get upset, though. They, st- they still keep supporting sure. it, which yes. I don't understand because you've just gone from victim to oppressor and they still hang out. So that I don't understand. For but, Fonnie yeah. Willis, excuse me, it's, be, you know, sh- w- the same people who hate Trump and the way he speaks and he's right. so mean and he's so disrespectful, cheered her as a strong black right, woman. Right. right. I'm like, oh, my gosh. But because Trump's a white man, which right. is the worst of the worst. That's, I mean, I cannot exactly believe it. I'm even sitting here with you two. Yeah, I know. I know. But, uh, well, <laughs> even more egregious was the fact that Fonnie Willis needs a bra and some good foundation undergarments. Okay. Girlfriend needs a visit to Soma. She needs professional fitting on the bra because they were just like sitting right. in her belly. Right. And you she didn't like needs... me saying that other word about things being cut off. And she like she needs Fonnie some Willis and a pr- professional bra fitting. She needs a professional yet. bra oh, fitting. Oh, my God. <laughs> some spanks. But, That's all oh, I'm going to say because that is- looked which when she was walking in the stand, it looked like two cats fighting in a bag. Jesus. But the thing is, wow. that's three times now. <laughs> Sorry. Stop taking the words. That's right. There's a whole bunch of nuns I, here. And priests. The, uh, the, yes, uh, see? But, but it also goes to this, again, This you just said that, you know, uh, the American people or, or a good part of the American people push back against this kind of wokeness. This, right. But, but yeah, that only lasts so much. I mean, think about where we were uh, uh, just 
uh, 10 years ago on, on, on the trans issue. Do you, I mean, now there are public schools where if a six-year-old goes to her teacher and says, Mrs. Smith, I'm a boy, you know, they don't tell all the, all the protocols are, are all put in motion. Right. But no one tells the parents. Yeah. I mean, this was the big thing about the don't say gay bill in Florida. Right. Uh, what they really they didn't care about books. What they care about is, is that the, the law requires the school to notify parents for mental health and physical health issues. Right. Right. That's what they were afraid of. Why are these lefties so concerned about talking about sex with six year olds? There's something, again, you know, I don't, I don't want to sound like a, what was that? What a QAnon? QAnon. But there is something. Or as, or as, or as I was explaining to somebody, what the, the, the John Birch Society used to be. Yes. <laughs> There's something. Is there somebody here from John Birch? Left wants to sexualize young people. But so, you know what? I blame parents. We have yeah. an entire generation that sat back. And yeah. mommy was working and that's fine. But nobody learned what their kids were doing. Nobody, nobody, we have an entire generation that didn't require their kids to be at the dinner table right. without their phones, right. et cetera. And, and there were some who did, you know, I give my brother a ton of credit, three girls, no phones at the dinner table. There's one TV in the house. Wow. There's no TV in their rooms. My parents did the same thing. Yeah. We had no, we had, we had my no, kids had no TV in their no rooms. No TVs in our rooms. Yeah. Um, and there's there was one computer until they all started being on computer. They had sure. two computers on the first floor in a main room where you could parents could walk in from any direction. Sure, right. of course. And there was one TV. Right. And you, dinner you, table. You, they they talked about school. What did you learn today? Those are the things. I blame parents. It took COVID right. Right. for them to wake up and finally realize what their kids were doing in school. They were not involved. How many of those parents voted in school board meetings before right. COVID? Yeah. Probably none of them. They right, never I'm voted sure. in school board elections, right? How many of them attended a school board meeting? Probably what three percent, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So you know what? You you reap what you sow. Yep. And so there's an. Uh, what is really it? Democracy harsh. goes to the you know to those who show up. Right. You know, I, I I noticed this is anecdotal, but I noticed this years ago when I started ha having children, and my buddies started having kids. Yeah. And as they grew, I have four girls and one boy. The boy's the youngest. Oh, the prince. You had four girls. Yeah, yeah. See, we, call him, we call him the king, but that's besides okay. the point. But I noticed. Strangely not named Elvis, though. I was actually shocked at that. It was on the table, though. <laughs> no. But I noticed table. that my buddies who had boys 16, 17, that the attitude towards sex was, well, they're going to have sex. Eh, good for them. I'm, I'm sorry. It's your son. What are you talking about? And and oh, you have daughters. You know what? That's why. No, yeah. it's my child. And that is a wonderful, intimate uh, uh, thing to be enjoyed, but not at 16 and certainly not encouraged by you people. And, yeah. you know, I, 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 and, and I, I couldn't get it. These were yeah. these were men who went to church on, on Sunday. These were, you know, I, 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 I could not go away because it was boys. Oh, yeah. And, and but you're right. I'm just personally I've witnessed this kind of this uh, application of, of parenthood. Oh, you know, we we need you know, we need we need to do exactly what you just said. And I say this on the radio all the time. You want to be, you want to do something that's profound demand and have uh, demand that you have a family dinner together. Right. Every day. Maybe not, you know, we, we do pizza night on Sundays. I'm um, Saturdays rather. No, we do pizza night, Friday night, Friday nights is pizza. Movie than, night. Other pizza night. We, we're at the table together. Yeah. So. Right. Yes. I mean, you have, you have to, it's funny. I knew somebody who uh, their big thing was their father would introduce table talk. So he would send them, uh, you know, a news article 
or something that they would discuss. And that oh, was they had to they had to bone up. I tried it with my kids. It didn't quite work. Well, but, my you kids know, call it. I, yeah. I, I have questions. And finally, my Claire told Speakers me once, questions. No. Well, and this is where Claire said, Dad, we know that you're trying to manipulate us. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. Then it's your parent. And years later, she's now 20, 21. And she's applying for jobs and she's wonderful. And she says, Dad, she just said this to me the other day. Thanks for the whole subtle manipulation. She yeah. goes, I find well, myself so subtle. She I, find, yeah, <laughs> I find myself thinking like you think. But and that, that's I, I like that. But that's not really the point. I mean, she thinks right. Yes. She she thinks how her faith dictates. Well, you, you taught know what I mean? her how you taught her how to reason and how to yes. think, how to think, how yes. to think, yes. not what to think. Right. Exactly. And that's that is absolutely. Although sometimes, sometimes I did tell him what to think. So, what? Mary, what's going on with you? I don't know. I hung out with some guy last night. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Was it Langer? Bought me a drink. You know what Langer <laughs> means in, uh, in Gaelic? Yeah. Do you know what? Have, you, have we had this conversation? No, we have you? not. So uh, in County Cork. In oh, it's dark now. My grandfather's family's from there. You go. Great. Well, so it was a nun in County. Well, go ahead. Uh, so, so in what? Cork, what a langer is now? A langer, a langer is a is a is a is a brute. A um, a is bore. It, is an arsehole. Yes. <laughs> a a an, an obnoxious an obnoxious bore. Yes. That's you are. Well, you are not. There you go. You're the There's a song, the langer song. Have you seen the old man, the drunken old lout, who's roaring and boring and swilling and stout? And in everyone's business, he'll soon stick his snout. All right. Down in Cork, he'd be known as a langer. <laughs> yes. did Jerry teach you that? No, actually, no, he taught me that. Yeah. I don't remember how I found it. So it was, was Langer me. the guy? Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 He but, invited me to a very nice reception. And truth be told, I went because I heard there was going to be food. Yes. And I work in radio and we never have any money. Uh, so yes. we go anywhere for free <laughs> food. Yes. Right. And so we ate our dinner. Didn't it was we? not a bad, it was, it was not really a bad good. spread. It's just the international thing. Yeah. And I have to tell you, I open bar. Yeah. And he didn't he did not partake. He drank cool. I drank later. He never yeah. drinks. Yeah. So which is fine. Later. He what did you want to do? Thing. It's fine. You do you feel entitled when you don't drink? Yes. I, I make it a point. Better. I make are you the, are you the, the 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 Fonny Willis of alcohol? I, I make I make sure everybody knows, you know, I'm one of the other guys that I'm sober. He gave it up for Lent. I'm sober. <laughs> I, you know, no alcohol. We never oh, talked about Lent. Did you did you have you done any Lent and sacrifice? We talked about Lent. We talked a little bit about last night. Are you guys going to see the um, Mother Cabrini movie? Today? So I I can I cannot I have to uh, I've got Catholic, a dinner. You can't go. No, I wanted to. We just interviewed. We just interviewed the yeah, uh, the producers. Oh, did you? Of it, and they really good. They good. Coach a basketball game tonight. Yes. But we want to go. But the, the, the point is, uh, and and Mary has offered me a really good idea for Lent. Uh, she's giving up gossiping. I'm not talking about people. And not, there was something I could have said about some of the people. Oh, my God. And she said this as I was talking smack about people last night. Uh, she she's right. I'm going to give up. I'm going to give up. A, gossip. You say you're a gossip. No, he did smoke. He did talk smack about. Oh, somebody. I'm talking about smack last <laughs> night. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was a situation where where literally, and it's always why I shouldn't talk smack about people because invariably what happens is a, somebody comes in just a complete dweeb, and and as it happens, he had just hung out with somebody else who was at the table with us the week before, and just done done business with him, which is always the way. To, which is maybe that's it. Maybe you're right. Maybe that instead of not engaging in internet battles, I should. Uh, I should I should not uh, talk smack. I, I gave up. I gave we, we do. We give up and offer up. I gave up uh, <laughs> and I'm failing. Sorry, God. Sorry. Right. I gave up having seconds. During OK, years. no, no, listen, that's a that's I'm a so good bad. Thing. the trick to that. I, I lost a lot of weight. 
So the trick to that, smaller plates. You don't use a dinner plate. Use a smaller plate. Sure. And you eat slowly and drink a bottle yeah, of water yeah, before Gina, you eat. These, you know, my, my wife made breakfast for me this morning. I was working and I was kind of in a rush. So she came upstairs and gave me a, an egg sandwich and I ate it really quick and I was still hungry. Right. If I if I wasn't working, I would have gone and got more food. Right. But about 10 minutes after I ate it, I was, fine. I was completely fine. Right, this is this is like my my brother came to visit me at college years ago. And we have these delis that were right off campus and they would have these big sub sandwiches. And my brother just devoured one of the sub sandwiches and he wanted a second one. I'm like, no, no, no. Give it 10 minutes. Let it hit your stomach. 10 minutes later. Oh, so I get I, my wife and I have given up seconds, um, but I've offered up. I pray all the time. I do, too. But do I want a hollow app. No, but I, I should I check it out. Downloaded I haven't downloaded it yet. I have to do it. I but um, but I've you know I pray, but I've decided that um, my niece, my god, my goddaughter got uh, married in December, so now there are a number of married couples in my family. My two sisters, um, my uh, my niece, my mom and dad. I'm gonna I'm praying for marriages in my family, like That's specifically praying nice. for marriages. I think it's you know we and my wife and I just celebrated our 31st wedding anniversary, and I think that being married is can be difficult yes with 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 uh, financial pressure and all the rest of it so we're, i'm praying for the I'm, I'm i'm saying extra prayers for marriages mary well, uh mary brought over jeffrey lord uh to say hello before we were from recording. a wife no that's jack, jack lord. Lord. oh sorry also from uh <laughs> colonial williamsburg a story of a patriot no jeffrey lord on cnn pro-trump guy um and he said he's going to a wedding this weekend uh otherwise he would he would come sit in with us at, at some point and I asked him if he was officiating, which he is not. But you said he's doing a wedding yeah, this weekend, which is why that. I asked. Get, get, get the uh, thing in a, in a, in a, in a Cracker Jack box, and you know, all of a sudden you're well, a reverend. You no, know, I mean, the, really, the way to do it is you go and you get married, you're legally married, and then, and then whoever does right, officiate, right, you, know, right. you know. But the, the point is I'm batting, I'm batting 500 with marriages right now. Really? So, so I'm not doing any more officiating. No, I do. I'm on our, our church's um, uh, pre-cana team. No. But now the church, depending on your diocese, we take all comers. You don't have to be Catholic. Oh, really? Yes, because it's a it's a really trying to divorce proof your marriage, right? Oh, so the pre cana is, is pre cana if you got married in yes, the Catholic yeah, Church. Yeah. Right? Oh, yes. But, so, so, so you're allowed anyone to come in. The right, pre-cana. anyone can come, and we well, teach things like finance. It's yeah. it's a long day. We do it one day. Finance, wow. communication. Um, yeah. and get all that kind of stuff. So it's really, and there is it there. Listen, there's a section on spirituality, but if you're not Catholic and you want to get up and walk out, you can do that. Sure. But anyone, so we take everybody because I think having premarital counseling no, I, I is a really good yeah. idea. It's also, it's a way to so, evangelize, you know? Well, yes. Well, you know, I, I love the Catholic church, but one thing about the, about the church is, is that it's very exclusive. And what I mean by that is. Yeah. It's like, like a country club. Yes. Yeah, but, 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 but the thing is you can't like. When you go to an evangelical church or a Pentecostal church, or you can participate in everything, right? Even communion, you can participate in communion. Mm-hmm. You go to a Catholic mass. The mass That's is about, right. The mass is about the sacrifice of 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 you know the of of the bread of the bread and and, and wine. Sure. And if you're not Catholic, you can't really participate. Yeah, I like that though. You know? I don't know. I don't know. I think you got to earn your you got to earn your stripes to make sure you're serious about it. We just give it out to just anybody. <laughs> no, 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 just very clear <laughs> you that you, little, the, little juice you, you know you're good don't to go. watch since COVID, you can't, no more juice. You can't, you can't go to holy communion with a with a sinful heart or or an uncontrite heart or a i get that um but, but i don't it's know a sacrament you gotta you gotta check off the other boxes in the sacrament before you get to that one 
See, I mean, it's a progression. I, you can't, it's not a Chinese menu. You can't just pick which ones you want. You got to have the baptism. You got to have the well, first no, communion. Give I it guess. Bar, 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 bar. Yes, yes. So, but I don't know. I love the Catholic Church. I, I talked to I got pulled into a minion last night. So, Episcopalian. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I got, <laughs> listen, I got pulled into a minion last night. I was the 10th tenth, the tenth Jewish man okay. in a in a minion last night. I think I asked you. I don't remember. I go. You mean like the little yellow man? The little yellow man, yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the nighttime, nighttime, you know, evening prayer. So I got I got pulled in uh, to a Jewish uh, prayer thing? Yes. Yeah. I think well, you, you're a Christian. You you you're a Jew for Jesus. He's a cashew. Don't you know, don't uh, no, I, no, I think it's it's not it's not it's uh, I as technically it would be I'm I'm not a Methodist, although I'd I'd be a Mushu. <laughs> yes, that's that's the way that's the way. That, so what are your Mary? What are your hopes, your hopes, dreams for uh, for CPAC? Really? There's hopes and dreams. No, I don't know. You're going to go to the I'm here yeah. Saturday because I'm doing I'm doing call ins to different various radio stations, you know, about what's going on and everything. Excellent. Yeah. So today I'm going to tomorrow morning. I'll have to tell them I was on your podcast. That was my the highlight. That, there you go. Absolutely. That on another radio show. Uh, wait, wait. On, on, on the on the Baltimore radio station. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you say it's uh, Jerry <laughs> Rogers from WBAL. Because they'll, they'll 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 appreciate that as well. <laughs> say well, Jerry Rogers. Me, so you know what? Well, say I'll book you for for, for the show. But the um uh, make sure you say uh the number one in the mar- number one on Sunday and the weekends. Jerry Rogers show because they don't really rank that, so you can't say that. I'm just saying. Oh yes, you can because they don't rank it. So they do rank it. I'm number one. I'm number one in the market. Uh, I'm, I'm number one like like by this much. Yeah, he's running against the infomercial. Yes, <laughs> I beat I beat Christian Radio. Fra- radio. Well, I, Sunday Church. Radio Sunday Squad. I, I beat the Christian like that rock yeah. station, but the, the local, local Christian. Yeah. How long are you guys here till Saturday? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I'm here till Sunday. So. Okay. Oh, look yeah. at you. Yeah. Uh, I want to. I'm. I kind of looking forward to Trump, but everybody's going to want to get in to see Trump. But then I want to see Malay. Yes. Malay, but he's up until like three o'clock. He's so late there on is Saturday. A, uh, but what you want to do is there's a panel at ten thirty on Saturday. You want to go see? Okay. Well, I think yeah. my butt did not get down here until about ten thirty this morning. Neither so did I'm his. So some, I, why, mean, I, I, I was I, here before him, so I was down here. I was working. 10. I was doing things around yes. politics. I got. I got to make money. All right. Well, tell you what. Listen, I think I because it is it is twelve forty five. So I, I I think we you know Jerry, what do you want people to do? Are we ending the show? Yeah. All right. I'm hungry. Um, Who's buying me lunch? No. I uh, <laughs> find the truth. Plant your feet. Stand firm. God bless you. Have a great week, everybody. Stay tuned Bye. for part two. Uh, have fun and stay safe.